Hello there. Welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And today we take a look at how the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations is shaping up in Equatorial Guinea, with five of the opening games ending up in 1-1 draws. Also, we find out more about players changing nationality and discover that Equatorial Guinea is the most prolific country in Africa as far as this is concerned. The African champions at having players who are not born in their country are Equatorial Guinea, with 33 players from Brazil, Cameroon, Cap Verde, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Liberia, Nigeria, Senegal, and also Colombia and Paraguay. But we start off with the Africa Cup of Nations. It's the 30th edition of the tournament, being hosted by Equatorial Guinea, coming in at just two months' notice, taking over from Morocco as hosts, and five 1-1 draws in the opening group games of the eight matches. Five of them ending up in one-all draws. Solomon, what do you make of this? The teams being too cautious, or just a matter maybe of the teams being very evenly balanced in this competition? Well, Steve, I think both factors played a huge role. I guess uh, a lot of the teams came in. When you play your very first game, you want to be as cautious as possible, and you would not want to normally lose your first game because it's not good for your morale and your motivation for the team. And uh, the second factor,、uh, there is some sort of a, a balance amongst teams. You know,、uh, surprising for me watching Guinea got a draw against Cote d'Ivoire. That was a, a great game, and also Mali against Cameroon was also. Also a great game and ended as、uh, you know in a draw and we've seen Congo and also Equatorial Guinea. So I think、uh, the tournament in itself has really exposed us and and really you know introduced us to some sort of a, a balance.、Uh, some of the teams that we thought were minnows, we're beginning to see them picking up and really competing very well, which is what Afcon is really all about. You know,、uh, the Davids and the Goliaths come together, but then you see some sort of a balance, and、uh, that shows that African football is definitely improving. Yeah, absolutely. A respect to, to all of the 16 teams there, and the host Equatorial Guinea still very much in with a shout. They're the lowest ranked of the teams, currently 118 on the FIFA World Rankings. Indeed, the only team outside of the top 70 of those at the tournament. But a 1-1 draw with Congo in the opening game, and then a goalless draw with Burkina Faso. They've been doing pretty well so far, have Equatorial Guinea. Yes, I've been really been impressed with Equatorial Guinea.、Uh, you know the way they've been playing. A very small football country, but balanced team.、Uh, I love the way they attack. You know they are very attack minded, and and also they play together more as a unit. And I I do hope that they will be able to get a win. But I'm sure they will be really be satisfied with not losing any game so far after two games. Yeah, some fast, attacking, entertaining football from Equatorial Guinea. We'll hear later on from Stuart Weir in the UK about、uh, how they have assembled a side of、uh, players,、uh, many players who have、uh, changed nationality to Equato-Guinean.、Um, also in Group A, Solomon looked as though Gabon were set to assert themselves、uh, in the second、uh, round of matches as they took on Congo Brazzaville. But a surprise result it was on Wednesday night, with Congo winning by a goal to nil under the highly experienced、uh, French coach. Claude Lua. Yes, Claude Lua actually masterminded、uh, this defeat. 
The last time Congo participated and won a game at the AFCONS was in 1974. But the way they played right from the qualifying stages, remember they played against Nigeria, defeated the Super Eagles, defending champions at home in Calabar. So they're not really a team you can push around. Uh, and, and the coach has really been able to get the best out of the, the team uh, players. Against Gabon, I actually had my money on Gabon, Steve. I thought that Gabon was the better side. Gabon was going to go ahead and just wrap up the game and make sure they get six points uh, and move on to uh, the quarterfinal. Uh, but they couldn't uh, get a goal and definitely a uh, very good fortune for Congo who is sitting on four points right now after two games and Gabon in second place with three points uh, from two games. Yeah, so that group really is wide open. Uh, going back to a game that you mentioned a short while ago, Solomon, the uh, Group D contest between Ivory Coast and Guinea. One of the uh, big talking points of this game was a red card for Javinio, who was uh, the best player at that stage for Ivory Coast before being uh, sent off after lashing out and hitting an opponent in the heat of the moment. When Javinio was shown the red card, he was devastated. He went on his knees on the ground, was hitting the ground with his hands. You could tell that he was was regretting uh, what happened in the heat of the moment. That was not really great from Javinho. You know, he was uh, very frustrated. And uh, I know the Guinean midfielder, Keita, stepped on him. Didn't know if it was intentional or not. But that is not supposed to uh, be a reason why you should lash at, at an opponent. You know, I felt he was uh, out of control. And uh, he was definitely devastated, you know, uh, after that red card. Very angry with himself. But you have to look at it, Steve. How do you control your temper? Uh, because he's regretting it right now. So I think we really have to learn... Uh, to you know, to have some sort of self-control. How do we put our anger in check? How do we make sure that we don't react the, the wrong way? But it's a huge lesson for us to learn. And unfortunately, it had to happen in that sort of a bigger platform. But I'm sure even football fans will look at it and say, look, hey, uh, we really have to learn from it. How do I make sure that I control my temper? Because that's what makes a man when you are angry, the way that you react when you are angry to your wife, to your friends at work, uh, it is very important. Yes, so Javinio immediately regretted uh, what he did. Also in Group D, another 1-1 draw, Cameroon against Mali. A really good game, this one. A physical, bruising battle. Uh, two countries with uh, really big, huge, strong players. And I guess you say a 1-1 draw was a fair result in that game in the end. The game between uh, Cameroon and Mali was definitely a great exhibition of African football because African football is, uh, you know, is, is the kind of football when you come in, you really play very strong and you, you go in and you show your abilities and also compete very well. And over the years, we have missed that in African championships, but it was great to see Mali and Cameroon really competing and 1-1 was definitely a great result. Thanks very much to Solomon Ashams in South Africa and certainly it's an intriguing tournament after all those early draws. To Facebook and WhatsApp now here on Planet Sport Football Africa. We've been asking who you think will win the Nations Cup and from the Gambia, Lamine Fati Brikama says, I think Senegal will go home as champions because they have many good players playing in top leagues of Europe. Indeed, a great start for Senegal with that win over Ghana. Hassan Hidara also says Senegal will win this year's tournament. So too Aliou Barrow and Lamine Sissé. 
Prince Kingley says Ghana will win the Nations Cup, and John Jolly says I'll be supporting Cameroon. With luck, they can win the Nations Cup, and indeed, not a bad start there for Cameroon with a 1-1 draw against Mali. Amadou Bamba Kote also says he's going for the indomitable Lions of Cameroon. Uh, Bubakar says without Nigeria, the whole tournament will be missing a lot. Absolutely a shame, of Bubakar, that Nigeria didn't qualify. And Al Haji Malik Janye says I hope the Algerians will be going to be. Victorious at the end of the tournament, and also says thank you for the program. Well, thank you very much, Al Haji. We had a few comments too on the English Premier League. Sajo Barrow says he thinks Manchester United can win the Premier League. Ibrahim Jawara says that Louis Van Gaal, the Man United manager, should be playing Falcao more. And Lamine Yusufa Kali comments about Chelsea, saying Fabregas and Costa is a marriage made in heaven. Indeed, a great win for Chelsea over Swansea last weekend. Wasn't it? Well, thanks for those. You can always give us your views on anything to do with football, as well as our topic of the week on WhatsApp and on Facebook. This week, do give us your reaction to the games at the Africa Cup of Nations as the tournament goes along. Send us your views on the matches and your comments, and let us know if you're enjoying the tournament and tell us which players are impressing you. Our WhatsApp number is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two. Seven eight zero, or our Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we took a look at the issue of players changing nationality. Many national associations are on the lookout for players who are eligible to switch allegiance and play for them. But Solomon told us that while he thinks it's part of the game these days, he feels it's unpatriotic to change nationality. Well, if you take a look at the Equatorial Guinea team, you'll see quite a few players there who don't look Equatoguinean. That's because they have several players in their squad who were Brazilian. Stuart Weir in the UK takes a look at players who have changed nationality. Kevin Prince Boateng was born in Berlin and played for Germany at under 15 to under 21, and he played 45 times for those German sides before deciding to give his allegiance to Ghana. And, of course, his half-brother, Jerome, has decided to stick with Germany. And now, how about this? The Manchester United winger, Adnan Januzaj, is a bit mixed up because he was born in Belgium and has a Belgian passport, but his family are from Albania. His mother is from Turkey. And so, because of the way countries have changed... He's also eligible to play for Kosovo. And in fact, there was a time when England were trying to get him to commit to England uh, on the basis of living in England for a bit. So there was a player who literally had five countries to choose from. And I think sensibly he chose Belgium, the country of his birth, uh, and played for them in, in the World Cup. The African champions at having players who are not born in their country are Equatorial Guinea, with 33 players from Brazil, Cameroon, Cap Verde, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Liberia, Nigeria, Senegal, and also Colombia and Paraguay. So it just seems that uh, uh, they're very open to players coming in from from other places. Uh, Togo have had 16 Now, I don't know whether you remember, but in 2002 to 2004, Togo had a Brazilian coach, Antonio Dumas. And during that time, he persuaded a number of Brazilian players to 
which allegiance and common play for Togo. Most of them only played for a few games. Then the experiment ended when he when he left. Um, players that that one would instantly think of would be. I mean, Cameroon have got got two. Sebastian Basson was born in Paris. He played for the French under twenty ones team, uh, and then went on to to get a number of caps for Cameroon. Uh, and a, a really interesting one uh, was Beno Suikoto, uh, the player most associated with Tottenham Hotspur, being on loan to QPR. But um, he was born in northern France, but has only played for Cameroon. And when he was asked about this, uh, he said, yes, I was approached to play for France as a teenager. I told them I would have no feelings or pride to wear the French shirt. I don't feel French. Uh, and so for him to play for Cameroon, he said, was very natural and normal. He said, it's really interesting. When you ask players of my generation in France, where are you from? Even though they were born and grew up in France, they will say, I'm Moroccan. I'm from Algeria. I'm from Cameroon. And that's how I feel. And that's why I chose to play for them. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. Was somebody who, who just thought, well, that's the team. That's my country. It may be better if I play for France for my career, but I'm Cameroonian. So uh, I really applaud that. Now, Ghana have only got two of these players, but my goodness me, what good ones they've got. Uh, There's Andre Ayou, who's played over 50 games for them, and of course, uh, Kevin Prince-Votang. So they've certainly benefited from this. It's interesting also to think of African players who choose to play for another country, Outside of Africa, I mean, we, we mentioned Eusebio, but I found examples of Cameroon players choosing to play for Canada or for Armenia. Jean-Alain Boumsang, uh, born in Cameroon, chose to play for France. But, you know, no, there certainly have been a lot of players who have benefited from playing for another country. Uh, you know, and most of these, I don't have much of a problem with it. I think in track and field athletics, there have been more cases, particularly of Kenyans, going and running for countries like Qatar. You might feel simply for the money. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of these footballers are, are simply looking for an opportunity to play internationally. Uh, in some cases, it's a country they feel at home in because they've lived there for a long time. But it certainly is um, an interesting development. Thanks very much to Stuart Weir in the UK. Fascinating stuff there. Well, that's it for the show, but do get in touch with us on Facebook or WhatsApp and give us your views on the games at the Africa Cup of Nations. Give us your comments on the matches. Tell us if you're enjoying the tournament and tell us which players are impressing you. Get in touch on WhatsApp on plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Well, that's it for this edition. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashoms in South Africa, and Stuart Weir in the UK. It's been great being with you. You can find us online at planetsport.tv, and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.